Back to Walk On Weekly. Here are your hosts, Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Walk On Weekly on Ticket Weeknights. I am Harris Starnes pushing the ones and twos. We got hosts Jeff Grace III and Sam Hoiberg as always. And again, if you guys want to join the show, starter him a text line at 402-464-5685 as well as the Honda Vlingen hotline. And again, if you want to put a face to the voice, a good way to do that is through Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter and Allo Channel 951. So before we got to the break, I did ask you guys a question because I'm curious. Uh, Every time the Nuggets have fall, fallen flat before in the playoffs, a lot of times it's a uh, Jamal Murray that's unhealthy that's taken him out of a lot of these. We see Jokic and Murray healthy for the first time, well, along with um, some good additions. I thought Bruce Brown, really good addition. KCP, you can't overlook those guys. Um, and then Aaron Gordon just kind of coming alive there at the end of that stretch. With the, I think he dropped 27 points the one night. Mm-hmm. But with that roster right now and with the state of the Western Conference Finals, Maybe not a dynasty in terms of what we think of the Warriors when they're winning all the time, but is that a team that you're looking to start making it to the conference finals consistently? Yes, I would say so. As like as long as they keep most of the pieces together, but the thing that's going to be tough is potentially losing Bruce Brown this offseason. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he had that big rebound uh, at the end of the game, which really kind of won them the game, and then hit the two free, free throws at the end of the game. So that's going to be really tough. But I do see them continuing going to the finals and finishing out most likely the Western Conference Finals as everything is right now. Um, so, yes, I potentially could see that. Yeah, I think they got to do everything they can to get Bruce back. But uh, I. 100% expect him to be a dynasty in terms of getting to the conference finals. And I don't really see who's going to beat them besides the Suns, maybe. But they're for sure, I think there's no chance that they don't make it that far, at least. Yeah. I could definitely see it becoming a dynasty. I, I just think, think so like, too. maybe not like a championship, like three P no, type yeah. thing. Like they've been talking about the late, like Kobe Shep. There's That's never been a time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> excuse that for a second that was not supposed to happen uh but nonetheless and again that's because we're switching over to royal so again if you want to watch the show hop on over to the streams facebook youtube twitch twitter Allo channel 951 but sam what were you saying yeah i mean you saw people comparing them to kobe and Shaq, and that's kind of outrageous right now if they do early. get the three peat but then i could see them sort of starting to talk about that but definitely they're going to be a, a force we reckon with in the west yeah, the, the net rating too. I think they finished their net rating at about 7.3 was the last time I looked at it after that game. Um, and that beats the best, uh, that beats the net rating of the past five years champions. So right there, statistically, they're already just kind of, they just look above and away of what we've seen in the past. Jamal Murray, Jokic, Jokic just dominating. First player ever to finish the playoffs, leading the playoffs in points, rebounds, and assists. It's just stuff that's kind of mind-boggling. So I do look at that as a team. No injuries. Everyone stays healthy. Um, Bruce Brown, you're going to have to find a way to replace him. Because he, like you said, he was huge for those guys. He had a lot of games where uh, he just started lighting it up from three. And then just a lot of good backdoor cuts as well. Did really well working around Jokic. And then I think, um, I think one thing, too, with Jokic is I don't know how hard it is like other teams. Like, 
to fit guys around Jokic just feels like such an easier problem to have. I don't think Aaron Gordon would be nearly this good on any other roster. Yeah. I know for the Magic, everyone was kind of this is what they're waiting for, and it's like, oh wow, look at look at Aaron Gordon blossom now, and it's like, is he, or is it just because he's playing with Jokic? I think it definitely is part of that. I don't like. I think Jokic makes literally everyone on the court mm-hmm. better because he gets them so many easy shots, and if you know how to space the floor correctly with him, and then you're capable of making like catching lobs and making the right reads, like you're just going to get buckets. And then he can guard really well, which I don't remember. I didn't watch him much when he was on the Magic, so I don't know if he was already doing that. But I think his just playing with Jokic and being able to get those easy buckets and Mm -hmm. then getting more confidence from that, that's probably why he's doing so much better. Yeah, and if I'm going to be honest, like when he was on the Magic, like I only remembered him as a dunker. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I really saw of him. Mm -hmm. But like now in the Nuggets, like you can see it like outside of his game, like what he can actually do. And, like, I just feel like that's so, so much of a better fit for him because, like, I feel like rather than on the Magic where you have to, like, kind of do, like, a l- little bit more than you do on the Nuggets, uh, it's just, like, a better position for him. And, like, the people around him, like, also uh, are getting better. And uh, it just allows them with, like, the system of the coaching of, like, the plays they run, it just allows them to, like, all kind of format and – the right place Mm -hmm. and it's so hard for the defense to guard because you have so many weapons to like target and like it's gonna get like the ball is gonna find somebody and like usually like lately uh the the right people have been making the right shots so that team overall is really good like very sound throughout the year um very well-rounded uh offense and defense like their defense really came up in clutch versus the miami heat and also in other series like I didn't know they were, like, that good of a defensive team until I, like, watched deeply of, like, the Western Conference uh, finals with, like, the Suns and then the Miami Heat. So I feel like that was a good fit for him, and it's a better fit than Orlando because you kind of get to see who Aaron Gordon actually is. Yeah, and uh, like you said, I I do think, too, over with the Magic, when it was a lot easier to guard Aaron Gordon because I think they want him to kind of become what he is now on the Nuggets. But the whole team could just focus on him. And he mm-hmm. he is not that good to the point where he can work through split double teams. He just isn't that level yet. But you put him on Jokic. Jokic, in a weird way, he almost has that Steph Curry gravitational pull where maybe it's not on the perimeter. But once he has the ball, I think everything just kind of gets a little scrambly. It, like, you have to really lock down on defense. Like If you take your eye off off your guy for a second and he backdoor cuts like that's two points you might as well just start going back on defense it was just that good it's gonna be a nightmare trying to go like game plan for him because mm-hmm. if he goes one-on-one he's gonna score mm-hmm. if you double and then you don't make the rotation quick enough and someone cuts it's gonna be a bucket like and then he's gonna spray it out to three-point shooters too so like, i just don't even know how you figure out what to do against him yeah and worst case scenario he's just gonna shoot over you yeah, <laughs> and really good efficiency yeah. too. I mean, that's always an option for him. Yeah, it's just um, I just feel uh, man, I feel really lucky. He reminds me of. I wish this was a guy we got to see in his prime, but the first Sabonis. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've, yeah. you, Fred, probably yeah. talked to you about him. You've probably seen some stuff. But when he got to the league, I think I think he actually only ended up averaging about four assists. Yeah, but he came there way past his prime, and 
the game just wasn't really played that way yet. Yeah, I mean, he was huge at that point, and I yeah. heard that he was like a freak athlete in his prime. Yeah, he was seven three. Because when he was on the Trailblazers, he was not really. No, he was. He looked like an old man. Yeah, and he was still. He still, still had that really crazy passing. Yeah, and it just kind of reminds me of that. So I, I'm just excited to see what it looks like in the future. Uh, but while we're on the subject, we were talking about you know the Suns possibly being the second danger um, next year going to the playoffs. If you're the Nuggets, maybe you're looking at the Suns. So the Suns wave KCP3 or CP3. Didn't see that coming at all. Um, Is he still waved? Yeah, I think right now teams that are interested. I've heard them like they like. So what is it? 48 hours mm-hmm, on the I, waiver wire. I heard that night, like apparently like they like talked about like, his future or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I never like heard an agreement of what they came upon. So I wasn't sure if he was actually waved yet or not. We'll have to double check that over the break. I'm pretty sure it was official, um, but nonetheless, all I mean, this is about five hours ago. There's reports for Lakers possibly being a landing spot, which would be pretty crazy. I'm, uh, yeah. I'd imagine you're moving D'Angelo Russell on that one, mm-hmm. and then Houston Rockets. They're saying if it fizzles out with the James Harden deal, Houston Rockets might be a team that tries to grab Chris Paul. I don't see the draw for CP3. I mean, he played there, obviously, and did mm-hmm. pretty well, but they're not in any position to win a ring. You think it's a development kind of thing? Yeah, like, they're I mean, hoping I, it I does think, what it did for the Thunder? For the younger players? Yeah I, think, yeah. yeah, I think they would want him to mentor some of those young guys because they're kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lakers would be fun. It'd be interesting because you got two really old guys still from, like, through probably more last – like, the last – era before this one has started yeah if they could get cp3 a ring and lebron another one that would be wild i would like to see cp3 get a ring i've always been a big chris paul fan what if he just signs with the nuggets i'd be cool for that man that'd be a nice backup point guard you could really run the show you throw a kyle Kyle lowry role maybe yeah that could work i the only thing is how there's no way nuggets are getting him on their salary cap would he sign for low just to get a ring though that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I think someone to claim him though. I don't know. Well, yeah. we're, we're gonna have to double check that. But I know it's 48 hours on the waiver wire, and then if no one claims him or if no deal goes through, it's pretty much open to everyone. And the only thing is, is that the Suns are liable for his salary until he is picked up. Mm. So, and if he doesn't get picked up, then they have the roster spot, but it doesn't get rid of the numbers. So they still have to sit underneath that salary cap. Okay. So we'll have to kind of see what that looks like going forward. But um, yeah, it's you know that's something I didn't even expect coming. Were you guys feeling like Chris Paul was going to get traded, let alone waived? It's so hard because he's been so injury prone. Yeah, and he is getting old. So I mean, it's tough to be in that position. Obviously, uh, like I heard him on the podcast the other day, where he was uh, talking about how like. Sometimes, like, he always gets, like, judged about not winning a ring. Um, Like, yeah, that's tough. And, like, yeah, you've had so many injuries. But in this day and age, I don't, like, it's so hard because you compete at the highest level and, like, you're trying your best, but you keep getting injured. Obviously, something's not going the way, the right way. So there has to be some fix in what's going on. So I don't know. It's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see whatever pans out, like, if he – what happens to him. So, I mean, we'll find out 
probably shortly. Right now, does Chris Paul before his career is over, does he get a ring? Do you see this ever working out for him? I say no. I only see it if he does like that Nuggets type of route. If he goes, goes for a super low, team or something, low salary, mm-hmm. and just hop on a team that's got a chance to win a ring. Yeah, I think uh, we're just in that era, and a lot of these guys trying to extend their career. I don't even blame him for it anymore. I, I th- we were talking about it too before the show started, but we're it looks like Dame's kind of start heading in that direction. He's been always very loyal, but he's kind of the same thing as Giannis, only Giannis in a different way. He's almost a guy that's done it there, and he feels like it's okay. Maybe for him to leave, he's been hinting, or at least not dismissing the idea of leaving. If Chris, you know, if Chris Paul would end up somewhere, it, it would be cool to see him on the Lakers. I just don't think it leads for a ring. It'd really have to be like a juggernaut. You're looking at probably not even the Warriors anymore. There's a lot of teams. I just I feel like we're getting to the end of their their peaks mm-hmm. because we're also implementing a new tax rule, which is going to put teams in that third apron, and that's just going to mess a lot of things up. You're not going to be able to do these in season trades. All that's going to be thrown off. So it's going to get interesting here and uh you know maybe we'll on the next break we'll have to go through that because it is interesting what the nba is doing is adding this third apron so if you're not following you know some of the salary cap rules and you're starting to go over it's going to eliminate a lot of your middle of the season options so the lakers the brewery hachimura system where they got they found a way to completely revamp that roster that doesn't happen you know if that if they're in that third apron so all these teams they're kind of uh it reminds me of the Los Angeles Rams when they just said, screw it, we're going to hurt later. And they won that Super Bowl. So the Warriors are pretty much screwed. They're going to be in that third apron regardless. So maybe, you know, you see Chris Paul, they find a way to get him in there. It's all kind of crazy to see, but I, I am generally curious where the NBA is going because it feels like we're just in a completely new direction. Um, not only, you know, with new teams, but just new faces and a lot of them just being foreign. I mean, the new face of the league was looking like it was going to be Zion. Then it was looking like it was going to be John Morant. That's not happening. If you guys had a name right now, who's the face of the NBA? Can you still say LeBron James? I think you can definitely <clears throat> say he's one of them. I don't know if there's really like. Yeah, I can't say like. I think if, a face. Maybe Giannis. Yeah, but with the first round exit, that's yeah, but and only that, one I mean, ring. Then you think about Jokic, but Jokic isn't like he hasn't been covered enough mm-hmm. to this point. Maybe from now on he will be, which he deserves to be. Honestly, I think he's the best player in the league. But in terms of coverage and like what I just see on the media and what people expect from him, I think Giannis might be it right now. I think I give it to Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph. I think I think he's still. Still, I mean, he's a guy on that Warriors roster that hasn't really had that dip in production. He's still shooting the ball like crazy. It's just the other guy seems to be getting older. I think I'd have to give it to Steph Curry. Yeah, I kind of forgot about him. Uh-huh. I, I think I mean, I, they just I won it last year, yeah, you know. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. What about you? You think it's Steph Curry? You got so you get LeBron? It's so hard because... it's weird. We've never been in a situation where we can't just point out a guy, it feels like. Yeah, in this, stage, this day and age, like you said, like, their peak is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. So, like, Mike, if like I had to say, I would say it would be LeBron. But in today's society, like, I think it's still Steph at the end of the day because you can't really, not many people can do the things he does. Yeah. Especially at a point guard. Um, 
it's such a hard task just being point guard, let alone uh, leading your team to that many like finals appearance with the help you have. Um, so I would say it's tough. Okay. Now let's just keep doing this. I, I like going to these titles <laughs> now that we're in the season. So do Jamal Murray and Jokic now have the belt for the best two-man game in the NBA? If you're talking like actual two-man game in like a basketball game, 100 million percent. Mm-hmm. Duo, then that's more of a debate if you're just talking best superstar duo. I'm talking in the NBA today. I'm talking, uh, you know, let's put it as yeah, just the best superstar duo. Where if you put those two players on the court, no matter who the other three guys are, you're feeling way better with those two guys than anybody else in the current roster of the NBA today. Current roster of the NBA, not all time because I'll give my opinion first. I I think for a while, um, we really were at a point where it was Tatum and Brown. I felt like those guys were unstoppable. And I feel like that, but even though they never won it, I just still felt like those two guys were insane. And I would have given them to them this year if they maybe found a way to win and compete with the Nuggets. But I I honestly kind of want to, I'd rip that title away. I don't, the numbers those guys put out were just insane. And it may be just a little bit of recency bias, but I'm I'm having a hard time trying to compare it to the duo I've seen in the past, you know, five years. I was even close to that. The duo I wish I got to see that I didn't get that we haven't gotten to see very much is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, that one's I a wish bomber. we got to see that a lot more because I think that would be a really good duo and that would have a lot of people heads turned. Mm-hmm. But we haven't gotten to see them enough because both of them kind of been injured recently. They'd so, be the best defensive duo, probably. I'd give yeah, you that. Yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Facts. You two just elite defensive wings. I, I, the other guys out there, I mean, Tatum and Brown, Curry and Clay. Clay just has unfortunately been really inconsistent the past couple of seasons. So he just, Splash Brothers really hasn't really been there mm-hmm. lately. Uh, I'm trying to think of other duos out there. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty ready to throw to those kind of space out. Did you, talk, did you say Booker and Durant? No, we never. I never said Booker and KD. That, I mean, that's like when I just think superstars, like that one's hard to beat. Like especially when they both scored like forty in the same yeah. game, but I'd rather have Murray and Jokic just based on how well they play with each other, and then both of them are like averaging triple doubles in the series almost, like that. Especially with recency bias, like it's you can't not pick them. I think. Yeah, it's just kind of where I'm at. Two plus, I also think like, you know, if Devin Booker and KD are going off, yeah, it's it's. It's not great, but it's it hurts more in the way Jokic can go off. Because when he starts going off, it's like the whole team around him mm-hmm. just kind of starts to ignite. Because that means he's scoring. That means everyone's starting to double up on him. And you know he's going to be able to pass. Like Booker and KD have just never had that level of passing in him. Yeah, so yeah. I saw one thing the other day. I think it might have honestly been like Jeff Van Gundy talking about it mm-hmm. on the air. He said a lot of those superstar duos in the league, they like take turns like, yeah, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, like these guys play so unbelievably well off of each other, and there's zero selfishness that that's why it's working so well right now. And I think that's why I put them ahead of anybody currently. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. And just the just the pick and roll game between mm-hmm. those two. And uh, shout out to Jimmy Butler. I thought he did a really good job on Jamal Murray, but there's only so much you can do. It, it, I think it was just skill wise, they were never there. 
and I'll, I'll even give him credit for winning one of those games. I thought it was going to be a brutal series, but nonetheless, we better put a pin on it here. We got to throw it to break here. We got one more left on the walk-on weekly with Sam Hoiberg and Jeff Grace III. I'm Harrison Arts pushing the ones and twos. We'll be back right after this break.